0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me. It's Jeff Gerstmann. I'm here with the. You're on. Hello, it's and me. You're on. It's me, Jeff Gerstmann. You're here with the Pack Dooser, hey. Ben Pack, and Je- Jeff. And Jeff Gerstmann. Jeff. Hello, hi. Welcome to the Bombcast post show after show
1: extravagan. We still don't have a name.
0: Yeah. No. For we... the show. No. We...
1: Um. And yeah. we're gonna figure it out one way or another.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're going to figure out what the, the name of the show is along the way, but also, so yeah, we just talked about the news stories of the week. Obviously there's a lot of other stuff going on in video games. So we want to hear from you and see what you have to say about it. There are two ways you can get at us, uh, for the first part of the show here. Uh, if you're in chat over, uh, on uh, GiantBomb.com, uh, if you're a premium member over there in chat, uh, you can send it to me in chat. My username is Jeff. Like Jeff Gerstman? like that, yeah, a lot like that, um, but not a, it's a different.
1: Yeah. Hey, we got our we got our first friend request.
0: Okay, great, and then also, yeah, you'll see uh, we've got a Discord name posted in the uh, in the chat room there. So we don't, we want to hear from you, literally hear voice from you out there in the world. What's going on out there? We want to take the pulse, baby. Open phones. That's so. right.
1: We want your voice we want to record your voice uh-huh. and we want to use it on our website. That's right. And pay you not, you pay us for, t- yeah, you're, you pay us for the privilege. You probably
0: shouldn't get into this part of it. Probably should have skipped over this business, business aspect oh, of it. And then after the fact, just like the podcast goes up on the website afterwards, we'll archive this, but we're, we're just going to post the audio. Yeah. Uh, audio will be archived. So, so exclusive live video, uh, for y'all, uh, folks at home here. Um, Let's see We're we're
1: getting some. Uh... So you, you see the name in the chat. Go ahead and uh, send it a friend request. And then also just send me a message about what you want to talk about. This is kind of yeah, our so way he, he to make kinda, sure yeah. you know what's up.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Brinty in chat says uh, Brink just went free to play. Brink came up uh, over the course of the show. I don't remember Brink. Brink was the game from Splash Damage. Uh it's a objective based team based shooter um they're the studio that did that uh, was it enemy territory quake wars and the other the other games of that ilk uh mm. and Brink was similar to that, but kind of this futuristic floating city or whatever it was. I forget the actual lore um and it had a neat look and people were kind of into it Bethesda published it uh people were into the look of it anyway, and then it came out and just kind of went nowhere. Um, and yeah, they've, they've been grinding on the thing for a while and I guess, yeah, it just went, uh, free to play. Uh, do you think a free to play move like that could ever revive something that is so dead?
1: I don't, I think in the case of Brink, I don't think it'll actually do much. Can you think of an example of a game that was kind of lifeless, but then got the free to play treatment and then blew up or at least got somewhere?
0: That's, uh, I mean, um, but like temporarily, I would say that like Evolve was bigger when it went free to play for a time, but then that died off um, and, and that that didn't really do it for them. Um, there was that uh, Batman game, Gotham City Imposters. It was a first-person shooter in the oh, Bat- right with like the Batman universe It was
1: like Joker's versus yeah. Batman's, and
0: they made made that free to play. And I want to say that that ended up bringing a player base back to it briefly, but not not exactly like long term. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like what is the what are the actual any any of those games that actually like turned it around when it went free to play i i know there's one i'm totally forgetting yeah i just
1: can't even think of good examples oh team fortress of 2 that went oh yeah yeah i forgot that that cost money at one point Leroy tire biter part of the, the orange box that one
0: yes part of the orange box um uh, yeah um let's see here so you're you're lining
1: up callers down there yeah we got a few um you know <clears throat> not, I, did you did you say we had a topic because we've just got some wild card questions yeah we got some wild card
0: questions you're right i did not uh yeah like in in, in terms of just like topic i, I think like the stuff i want to hear from people about is the xbox one x and and to a lesser extent the snes classic but like the xbox one x specifically like are you going to pre-order one of these things do you want to buy one is it is anything they're saying doing anything for you that's that's what i, I want to hear from people about uh about that topic specifically because i'm just curious
1: yeah we we talked about it on the bombcast a little bit but it seems like you know they've got a list of of games yeah uh but other than that like
0: they're they're kind of they've kind of made their case right this is it there's probably not too much left to announce between now and november uh, in terms of games certainly but like they've kind of this is the last opportunity for them to kind of state their case uh before that thing comes out Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if that's doing it for anyone. If anyone's like, were they on the fence before and now this put them over the edge? Like, where are people at on that thing? Um, yeah, I, I would, I would like to talk to to people about that. Um, but also, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of open phones, kind of, you know, if you got something that's not necessarily for the topic, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to shout it down.
1: Uh, please, please do not call me. I will call you. Yes. Yeah. We will, we will send your message and then Ben
0: will reach out to you when the time is right.
1: Um. So we got nothing on the topic yet, but how about a nice little little warm up question? Yeah. Here, um, let's kick the tires on this whole voice. So chat let's thing. see if this works. This is last opportunity. Hello, you're on GiantBomb.com on the radio, but on the internet, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm see what
1: that's doing it for anyone. please you, turn down your radio? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay, great. Can you hear Jeff? Yes. Hello, great. You're on the air. (laughs) Who's this? Where are you calling from?
3: Hey, uh, my name's Cody. I'm calling from Texas.
0: Great. What's on your mind, Cody?
3: Uh, You guys were talking about Super Nintendo pre-orders. I got one, in last night, I'm kind of pumped about it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Do you feel... I I know uh, there's been... While we were podcasting uh, on Twitter... I saw the sentiment arise out of one Patrick Klepik that people should definitely not pre-order it and not reward Nintendo for their kind of dumb practices. Do you feel any pangs of, like, buying into the consumerism? Or are you just like, fuck it, I'm getting my thing, whatever?
3: Uh, As a collector, uh, you know, I kind of wish there were more of them. Yeah. But I like having something exclusive. I went ahead and bought two so I can, you know, have one for me, maybe sell one to a friend.
0: Cool. And are you, I mean, like collecting, are you going to take this out of the box or are you just like, whatever, I'm putting this in a shed somewhere and and plastic wrapping it?
3: Oh, hell no, I'm
4: playing it.
0: Okay, yeah. I think I, I just want to play Star Fox 2. That's the only thing on there that, that makes me want
1: to. What game are you least excited about on the Super <laughs> Nintendo? Because I feel like everyone's like, oh, what's your favorite game on there? Uh, Super Mario World or whatever, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. If you're a true Nintendo fan, that's no, what you're going to say. No. Uh, what What games don't you care about but you're just going to have them on there anyway.
3: Uh, I mean, Yoshi's story was always garbage. Yep. I'm sure it still will be.
1: Accurate. There's a lot of buttons here for cameras, and I don't always press the right one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's okay, because the people listening to this after the fact, there's no cameras to look at anyway.
1: Well, awesome, well, Cody. Think- Thank you uh, so much for your call. Thank you, Cody. Uh, actually,
3: I want to give a shout out to uh, Daniel Fu from the... Giant Bomb Facebook page. If you guys have seen Dill Brad, oh yeah, over there. All right, good
1: stuff on giantbomb.com/slash the Facebook page. Yeah, that's <laughs> Wait, yeah. I switched those two. No, that's that's exactly right. All right, Cody. Thanks, thanks Cody.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: Um, uh, I he hung up and I went to hang up, but, but I hit it, join it, call. Yeah, and then it so recalled it just back on it's awkward. Back on that's that a bullshit
0: rookie producer move over there. Uh, a few people asking about Age of Empires 4, uh, Natural Leader, and, uh, okay, El Molo, camp Camel with zeros around it, maybe, actually, is how that is. Uh, you didn't talk about Age of Empires getting announced. Any thoughts on that? Not really. I don't know. It's, they, I was never a huge uh, Age of Empires fan. Uh, I was never one of the... Yeah, I, I, just, I never really got that into it. I don't know that I played a lot of them, either. Like, that was kind of... A lot of those games came out in the era when I was like strictly reviewing console games so right. like pc games were largely just first person shooters and a few other things but but mostly that was all i was playing on the pc um so a lot of stuff came and went through there that that i just never really got that into they did that free to play age of empires and i remember thinking that was like decent for what it was um but yeah yeah they are they're doing aoe4
1: all right we got another call here let's see if they answer us on the internet phone yes hello
2: hello
0: hi hi what's your name where are you calling from
2: uh i am peter from rochester new york
0: awesome peter hi what's, peter what's uh what's going on what's on your mind
2: uh so i actually sent you guys two things uh, ben which one did you want me to talk about
1: uh let's stick to the xbox one x thing for now
2: sure okay So I own a launch Xbox One, Mm -hmm. and I also have a pretty decent gaming PC. I have a uh, NVIDIA 1070 GTX inside of it, Um, and the Xbox One X actually doesn't appeal to me at all. uh, Mainly because Microsoft seems to kind of been developing their story around porting a lot of their first-party titles over to PC with cross-platform play. Um, So, which is perfect for me uh, because I get all the advantages of the more powerful graphical um stuff on the pc and i can also play with my friends who happen to own any xbox one console in that family
0: yeah i think that yes, that's that's a that's a good point I, I think that's why i say like you know on, on some level i feel like they're playing the hand they're dealt and i think they're doing all right with it is because on that front like yeah they like okay they're just like they seem a little more agnostic in terms of just like hey eh, buy an xbox don't buy an xbox like we'll put the games out on pc if you want to play them there too uh we kind of don't care uh like I think it's an interesting approach that people that look at the traditional console business look at it and go like, "Oh, they're, they're, they clearly care. They're lying. They're doing this." And you know, but if you take what they're saying at face value, which is always a risk, uh. I think that that's like cool. That they're just like, "Oh, yeah, you know, you can play Recore on a PC. You can do all that stuff, and, and maybe it'll look better there, and, and, and so on and so forth." Yeah.
1: It seems like the smart move from like a PR perspective, and, and not necessarily business first.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially because they're like they're not going to win the console sales race. No, nothing can change that right now. Uh, what, what was your other question? Let's let's, let's hear let hear your other your other, what do you else, what else you got?
2: Oh, sure. Uh, it was a bit off topic, but it kind of relates to some games that you guys were talking about on the um, Bombcast. Uh, so Dauntless recently lifted their NDA for their, uh, alpha. Mm -hmm. And I was a little, um, concerned about their, uh, business model since I don't know if you guys have dug into that at all. I have have not. Yeah. They have founder packs. Um, but, my, my beef with that isn't that they're, that there are founder packs period. I mean, that's fine. I I've actually bought a subscription pack for, um, path of exile, which they have a free to play business model. Mm -hmm. Um, but Dauntless seems to be kind of erring on the side of uh, Pay to Win, where they have, um, as part of their founder pack, a subscription for uh, more loot from the monsters in a Monster Hunter style game. So as part of their base pack, you get 90 days of, I think, this like uh, champion status, which again will give you more loot from these monsters, kind of like decreasing the time it takes you to get um, certain armor or weapons or whatever that core game loop is for a Monster Hunter style game. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to get your guys' opinions on that, and if you think that's good for the for the longevity of the game, if in fact uh, makes you less excited for it compared to something like Monster Hunter World, or just uh, h- how you see that kind of stuff playing out.
0: Uh, cool. Thanks. Thanks for your call. Uh, I think yeah, that no that that's. I look at it in terms of if the game has a competitive aspect to it, then that gets to be a problem but if it's you versus ai and you're really only kind of comparing your stuff to other players like maybe that's not like i i don't think it's a great look i don't think it's like an awesome perk or whatever but uh i don't ne- think it necessarily breaks the game just to have it uh that'll probably vary from game to game and and all that sort of stuff but there's so many different opportunities for you know cuz like you know the uh, the other option or or not the other options plenty of options but they could just sell loot boxes and you could just turn money into items yeah. uh you know there there's other stuff they could do along the way like i think increase rather... drop rate other free to play games pretty like marvel heroes has items boost items that you can buy that increase like your chance to find a rare item
1: right it it seems a lot more straightforward like uh, you know the way that they were talking about some of the lord of the rings uh shadow of mordor 2 boxes seems maybe a little more devious
0: yeah Uh, also but also like a little more needless because again like you know like what are you like that's a single-player story-based experience you'll get through that game and finish it if they have made it so you cannot finish it without buying those loot boxes then it's a broken game that's a huge problem um but if you you know like like what are you really getting for that loot you're getting like better loot luckier drops you know uh, that'll make it a little bit easier for you or something. It's like the old. It's it's not entirely unlike the old days of 360 DLC when EA was selling cheats. When EA was selling like, here's a fully powered up created player for FIFA. Here's a fully created, you know, golfer with uh, 99 stats and everything, and and all that sort of stuff that you would normally have to work a lot to get. Um, or you know, the the time saver packs of like unlock all the car parts in Need for Speed. Um where you're kind of just cheating yourself. If you think about it, I mean, you're paying them more money to play less of the game. Like that either means the game isn't very good to begin with, and you just want to get on with it, which is a bad look for the game. Right. Or if it's a good game that you enjoy playing, you're buying stuff. That's going to make it. So you play less of it because you're taking out some of the ramp. Um, and, and I don't think either is a, a terrific thing to do. I can't fault them for doing it, though, because I think about it in terms of, like, you look at achievement percentages and how many people finish games, don't finish games, all that other stuff. You've probably got people with more money than time and and more money than cents. More, more, dollars, than more cents. dollars than cents. More dollars than cents, that's for sure. Yeah. You've got... Huh? Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's That's bad. You've got people, like, some investment banker... That just wants to play through this game real fast. Saudi princes who have nothing better to do than... Let them fucking waste their money on it. The rubes. There needs to be the whales
1: for for, for the, you know, for them to fund other aspects of the
0: game. Yeah. And so many different people play games different ways now that I kind of can't necessarily just dismiss all that stuff out of hand the same way that you used
1: to yeah right like maybe you know I, i'm an investment maker or whatever I, I make decent money and i don't have i have a couple hours a week to play these video the games the rest of the time you are making
0: people millions of dollars you are doing mountains of cocaine oh yeah just Who crushing has the hopes time? And dreams left and right crushing beers <laughs> crushing eight balls and crushing your way through the latest need for speed
1: Speaking of crushing it, let's take another phone call. All right. Hello. Hello. Are you there? It's me, the Internet. Caller, go ahead. Caller, go ahead. You were typing and then you stopped. Oh. Yes. Hello. Oh. Oh. You've muted and unmuted yourself. Well, I'm going to give uh. you a. Mi- oh. oh. Up. Huh. I'm good. You're okay. Good. Hello. Hey. Welcome. Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling hey. from? Hi, I'm Radu. I'm calling from Romania.
0: Awesome. What's uh What's on your mind? It's
1: It's in Europe.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Not Romania. No, oh, that Romania. That Romania. I thought you meant Romania, Nevada. Okay.
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> um. So regarding the Xbox news, it seems like uh, they've got like what since Spencer took over two more big holidays with stuff they could have planned out in the past few years. It's yeah. not unreasonable to believe that Xbox could get out of the console game if their Xbox 1XXX
4: doesn't pan out or pay off or whatever. So what would happen
1: if Xbox theoretically got out of the console game?
4: Hmm.
0: That's a that's a good question. Thanks for your call. Um I th- yeah, I I so we took a meeting with Microsoft. Gosh, was it last holiday? It was the holiday before that. It was it was, the, it was the the Christmas before they did uh, backwards compatibility with 360, and we took a meeting with some engineers over there, and you know just kind of walked through some dashboard stuff. But we were just talking afterwards, and uh, emulation stuff came up, and I talked about how you know I, I was way into that stuff, and the the engineer had, you know kind of had some interest in that, and you know I was talking about just some of the the Xbox, the the Windows stuff under the hood when they were like, hey, we're relaunching the Xbox One, or we're updating the the stuff on uh, you know. Under the hood to be Windows 10 based. Uh, And it's like, okay, well, if this is really just like a a kind of fork of Windows 10 with like whatever you need to get it working on this specific hardware, then what's to stop it from going the other way or what's to stop it from, you know, you, you kind of, you know, joining these ecosystems together and like the response I got at the time felt strange. It was this feeling of like, yeah, you know, yeah, there's no reason, you know, there's no technical reason stopping some of this stuff from happening and then sure enough they went and announced the backwards compatibility stuff and then the play anywhere stuff kind of fell in line with a lot along that not that they're just running the same code in multiple places it's it's a more complicated than that but um yeah i think microsoft is a strange company i think that the xbox division i know that's been going around a lot lately there was someone who quoted like some quote saying xbox was never profitable which is if you look at it <sighs> annually it's not actually true <laughs> um, there were years where they were profitable. It's crazy to think that overall start to finish the entire Xbox project on the whole, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have access to those numbers. But, um, but yeah, you, I think, you know, the Xbox brand gets tied to the future of Microsoft in a lot of ways and what they care about and they care about services and stuff like that. But yeah. also, the, li- the battle for the living room still continues in some weird ways. Everyone still makes their set-top boxes. Microsoft probably wants to be there.
1: We actually have a question about that specifically now that you mention it. Ah. So let's go to the phones. Hello, you're talking to strangers. Hello. Hello, are you there? It's me, a stranger, calling you without telling you that I'm going to call you. Are you there? I hope so. Well, Mm, well, hey, hey. now you're going to see this notification and be like, darn. So, bye. Okay. But, yeah, I think,
0: like, I could see a world, but, you know, you think about it, like, prior to this generation starting, uh, we were talking about the notion of, like, do people want consoles? Is is it going to, you know, everyone was all worried that phones were going to come along and eat up all the people that were getting into consoles. And I think long term, some more of that could still happen um, in terms of, like, kids coming up with phone games and free-to-play games being just totally standard part of their... Everyday diet of of media or, or whatever, right? And so, will they desire a sixty dollar video game? Will they desire a console? Um, and I think that that stuff demographically may change over time, um, but not just yet. And phones are kind of their own thing now, and and you know they're not they're not directly stealing from consoles. It's more of this indirect kind of long term thing that you start to worry about. Um, so I, I think that you know. Sony's place in this business isn't necessarily permanent either, but I think Microsoft is the one everyone looks at because everyone looks at like, well, what are they saying about Windows these days? What are they saying about their core what are their core businesses? Right. You know, there was the talk for a while. We talked about it a little bit on the bobcast about everyone is talking to everyone all the time. You know, you you hear enough reports of like, oh, they're thinking about maybe spinning out the Xbox brand and getting it out of Microsoft, or they maybe they could sell it to somebody, or maybe they could do this. Like those conversations have probably taken place because all conversations eventually take place. Um, but how serious they are, all that other stuff, like who knows, but, uh, yeah, I, I could see in a, in a world where, you know, the Xbox brand, the Xbox one, the Xbox one X, the Xbox one S, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, the Xbox app on PC, the play anywhere stuff. If that stuff doesn't take off in a meaningful way and they're just kind of getting beat by, you know, they're, they're losing in the console race to Sony or whatever that's worth, uh, the sales, you know, stuff. Um, And if they don't see any uptake on that, I don't know what they do. I'd like to think that they would go back to the well, because I feel like if you look at what the Xbox 360 was, and you look at what the Xbox One was, they made huge mistakes with the Xbox One that they should know better. Yeah. And they they should know not to repeat. So if you gave them a crack at it fresh, right now they're trying to... The Xbox One X is them trying to fix a car while it's going 100 miles an hour. It, it's it's already too late. You know, they're trying to do what they can. They're playing the hand they're dealt. Yeah, And I think they're doing really well at that. But they're in such a weird position uh, that it's just very hard to do all that stuff. From day one, when people were talking about the console as something that... You know, you couldn't play used games on, and all other stuff. Like, there's just been this f- long fumbling thing. The Regime changed, like tons of people out of Microsoft, new, you know, people in place. I think Phil Spencer's the right guy, but he also inherited a fucking mess.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Microsoft has a history of taking a while to deal with messes. Like, you look at Windows Seven or mm. Windows Vista. And and, like how long it took them to just like break away from that. It was, you know, years. And that was just software. Like imagine a whole hardware cycle.
0: Yeah. Like how do you, you know, you, you, the people that they sold enough of them to where like their core fan base would be, if they, if they just scrapped the generation earlier than they did the original Xbox, uh, they would be in trouble and the the tech wouldn't be that much better. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that they've, they've handled things well. In a bad situation, I think that they have they have been handed a lot of a, a lot of shit sandwiches, and they are chewing their way through
1: it as best they can. And I think that they're doing pretty well considering. Baby Choo Choo in the chat offers a, an interesting point. Now or soon would be the perfect time for Valve to partner with Microsoft to bring out the Steam Box. I think that could be an interesting like you know it, it, if Microsoft wants to really change up how they're doing hardware stuff. Like if the One X doesn't take off partnering with someone like valve could be an interesting because then you you get you tap into that steam market like maybe i i think you know like
0: valve fumbled the steam machine thing yeah uh pretty dramatically i think that they could have launched that better maybe if they had had a piece of killer software to (laughs) launch alongside the steam machine
1: oh you mean left 4 dead three yeah that's the one
0: uh that maybe things would have gone a little differently Um, but then all of a sudden you're like, you're making a Linux exclusive and making people really angry. Um, (laughs) so I don't know. Gabe Newell, not necessarily a huge fan of Microsoft. Yeah, that's also uh, true. If you, if you believe what, what's been said over the years. Uh, so I don't, I don't know that Valve has a good reason to do it, honestly. Uh, unless the, the money is right for them in a way, but like, you know, Microsoft's not going to buy Steam. Right. Uh, I mean maybe they probably probably <laughs> uh, mate uh, yeah it, it, everyone talks about everything all the time yeah all um right.
1: we but, got yeah we got another uh another caller here i'm going to hit the call button and okay. i'm going to start talking to them and hope that they know that they're being spoken to by me
4: hey what's up hi, hi.
1: what's your name where are you calling from
4: uh this is max from munich
0: munich's max munich max munich munich take it to the max
4: yes take it munich's max
0: yes what's on your mind
4: i just wanted to ask a question about final fantasy 15 and its gigantic size yes so it being you know 170 gigabytes doesn't really bode well for the future in terms of space and download speed yeah especially with microsoft pushing 4k uh, do you see them starting to enforce a stricter policy of compression or optimization, or is this something that consumers are going to have to shoulder? It's a great question. Uh,
0: yeah, this is something that, uh, yeah, th- thanks for calling. That, that's, uh, this is something that I think has become a bigger deal or, or something I've become more aware of how big a deal it is ever since they finally, like it, it touched me personally. They rolled out bandwidth caps in, in my area uh so now like if you think about it in terms of in a month you can only get one terabyte of data 170 gigs is a lot of that let's say 17 percent of that (laughs) thereabouts you should Um, be able to
1: download final fantasy 15 on an installment plan and play it six months from now right
0: yeah pause that download (laughs) resume it next month um I think that, yeah, I think that uh, patch size enforcement and all that other stuff, you know, that was something they did on the 360. They were limited to like, I think it was like four megabytes for patches, which is like a crazy number. You think about it now when you think about how big patches are. But also developers ran into trouble around that because the, that was a very small patch size. Uh, so the the types of changes you could make to a game became limited or they'd have to attach it to DLC. So you'd have to force download the DLC and the patch and all this other stuff. Is they, they worked around it in some ways. Um, so I feel like games should be able to be patched because games are different now. Like they're patching in large swaths of content on regular intervals and, and you kind of need that. Um, but yeah, like that's a big fucking download. That's a ridiculous number. Uh, that's four games worth of, like, I feel like most games, like the most big, big, big games I'm downloading from steam seem like they are in the 40 gig range. Like a Blu-ray holds fifty max, I think, right? Um, yeah, something like that. Like a dual ray, dual layer Blu-ray. Dual so, ray, dual ray. Yeah. It's the new. This is the new. It plays HD DVDs as well. It's very big. Oh, great. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that stuff's tricky. Do you have a Do you have a bandwidth cap? Do you have a, a concern about the downloads?
4: Uh, no, not me personally. Yeah, um, the internet here is pretty good. I got fiber, but cool. it's more like, uh, you know, like if I were to download Final Fantasy fifteen. Like, that would be a shitload of my space, right? Yeah, like that too. If I, if I had an Xbox, uh, that only comes with a one-terabyte hard drive. Right. Yeah, you'll you'll so, fill that thing up quickly. And then, you know, that, that compounds
0: with the bandwidth caps too. You know, like, hey, it's a significant chunk of drive space, so you might want to delete it to play other games. But then if you want to come back to it, you're then downloading all that. All yeah, over exactly. Now. Yeah. You
4: know, and then Square is not really known for their uh, compression... Uh, <laughs> you know prowess so yeah i feel Um, like that is something microsoft could probably uh take a lead on
0: yeah i mean they'll sell that game on steam on pc like we don't i guess we don't know how big the the console but i future games is when you start thinking about down the line especially all these 4k assets all this other stuff like the stuff just it only gets bigger um but yeah there are plenty of games that'll ship with some form of uncompressed audio or, or various things like that where they probably could be tidier and they could be better about, like, patches and stuff like that, better at, at you know, doing deltas and, and, and on diffs and, and only downloading the, the stuff you really need instead of just serving you large chunks of the game again. Um, but, yeah, uh, I guess there just hasn't been a great reason for developers to do that work. So it would take someone coming
1: in and trying to enforce it. Uh, or, like, enough people... Well, I mean, I guess that isn't... Is, uh comes from enough people complaining, enough people with those data caps, enough people saying like, hey, I literally can't download video games anymore because I need to use the internet for a lot of things and new laws are in place where Comcast is able to do this thing to me. Please, somebody help me. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think if
0: that becomes a a widespread problem because, you know, companies are in the business of making money, right? The, The digital distribution is there to try to, prevent people from buying used games and you know it, it's convenient and all this other stuff but also they control the pricing a lot more directly than the retailers do um and they're able to you know make more money on that thing in, the, in theory so microsoft has a vested interest in wanting digital distribution to work so if anything they're they'd be the ones lobbying the government about stuff like this uh if it came right. down to it uh and saying like hey this is totally like you are you are standing in the way of progress uh, with stuff like that. But we'll see. I don't know if it'll come to that or not. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways to attack it, whether it's developers being smarter about how they handle the game assets, whether, you know, and, and maybe you get to a point where you're downloading a version appropriate for your display, where you're like, hey, yeah, that, that's yeah. also possible. Right. It. Like, you know, I have a 10, like PC games have done that, where it's like, do you want to download the high-res textures? Yes or no. Um, so maybe we start seeing more of that Uh in some places too. Cool. Thanks Thanks a lot. Thank you for your call. Let's uh grab one out of the uh out of the old old, uh chat over here. Chatterski. Um let's see. Uh Taltos uh says, Do you have any insider news on the Atari box that we may not know? Is it just gonna be a licensed emulator in a pretty package? I don't know anything about the Atari box. Like, they, I don't know.
1: Nobody knows. No, I, I nobody get, at Atari knows.
0: I get press releases from Atari when they put out their speaker hat or they put out the, they announced their speaker hat, which is a hat with speakers in it. What? Yeah. They're, like they're, a baseball cap? It's or? a baseball cap with the Atari logo on it. And then it's got a Bluetooth speaker in the brim.
1: I'm going to try and find it.
0: Uh, it's, it's, yeah, there, there's a picture of it. It's real silly. And then they're you know they announced Tempest four thousand recently and stuff like that. So you know, I assume that when they're ready to talk about the Atari box, I'll hear whatever it is that they have to say about it. But uh, I don't know. They, on their website, they were like, "Hey, are you a developer? Do you want to uh, talk to us? Click here." So like they're clearly kind of looking for some form of development on that thing. But you know, it's not going to be some big powerful thing. Atari is barely a company at this point. It seems like like they they exist to license their IP out. Uh, they make a few games here and there, um, but like the biggest thing they're talking about lately is like, did you know the Atari logo is going to be the new Blade Runner? I'm like, okay, great. Speaker hat.
1: I just looked up the speaker hat. Uh huh. It's very stupid.
0: So you're sold is what, what I hearing. would
1: love one because I didn't expect the speakers to be on the bottom of the brim. Uh huh. And if that's the case, then you just. Like, me specifically, I'm walking up to somebody, that brim is over their head, pointing down at them, and uh-huh. I'm just raining oh, yeah. down the music upon them.
0: So what you should do, if, assuming it's a Bluetooth speaker, you should get a Bluetooth headset and sync it to the speaker, and then you can just talk louder. Oh, my God. And also with a lot of feedback, because the mic on the
1: Bluetooth would... <laughs> it would just catch itself. Yeah. Um. You want to take another call? Yeah, sure. All right. This is the part of the show that I could probably use some work on and it's me just kind of hitting this button and talking hello are you there hello hi what's your name where are you
3: uh this is i'm xander and i'm from portland portland xander that's right what's on your mind xander um so i usually like throughout uh just like my gaming hobby i guess i've had most of the consoles Mm -hmm. um but this is the first generation where, like, when when I, I got uh, an Xbox One when uh, Sunset Overdrive came out, I played that, and then basically nothing else that was just for the Xbox that I was interested in came out, and I sold it, which is like a first for me. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, I was kind of interested in the prospect of getting an Xbox One X, but I also feel really burned on the concept of half step consoles because I got a PS4 pro and that feels like one of the biggest weights of money that I've, <laughs> I have ever done. Um, you know, granted I, the I, it's kind of my fault cause I still only use a 1080p screen or whatever, right. but like now I'm sitting here looking at like the not huge list of games Microsoft has coming out for this thing at launch that are specifically taking advantage of it. And, like on the one hand, like that's the, the pro is Sony's fault, you know all the the various problems with that. But at the same time, that's really coloring my opinion on uh, that these half step consoles. And I'm just curious, you know, has have any of you felt that? Like, or is there any trepidation going into these half step consoles? Do you think this is kind of it for uh, this concept? If the Xbox One X doesn't take off. Um,
0: yeah, that's uh thanks for calling. Yeah. That's yeah. um I think that how well these things do will be the thing that determines if we see more of them. I think Sony came into it safely. They came into it timidly because if you look at the pro in terms of how much more powerful it is, it's not that huge of a step. Right. Um you know, yeah, I mean. and you whatever you've seen it firsthand, you know. Um yeah. Yes. that it's you know they 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 made a a thing i someone someone once described it to me as like the playstation the the pro is like a playstation 4.2 right and the the it and and then microsoft is making like an xbox 1.8 like they're <laughs> they're kind of going further it's a more it's it's a wider gap yeah, so it's it's then it's like they're almost all the way to a next generation in some ways um and I think that this is stuff that becomes possible because of the architecture they're using. Um, I think it's stuff that like Microsoft, I think had a real, you know, I, I, like I said, I think Microsoft has had a really rough go of it. I think they, they made some mistakes early on that they're trying to correct. And I think that putting this thing out at least gets them away from the conversation of like, look at how underpowered the console is. um, Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they're able to say, like, screw you guys. There's nothing more powerful on the market. Uh, what are you going to do about it? And I don't think Sony's in a position to react because, A, the business doesn't really work that way. They're still selling plenty of PlayStations. They don't have to react. Um, but also they've, they've already recently upgraded. So if they, if, they, if they built on top of the Pro, it would be a real fiasco. Um, right.
3: Their bluff kind of got called, I guess.
0: Yeah. But, and they were both working on this stuff in tandem. Like it's it's not, one's not reactive to the other. Um, right. At least directly, like the concept had already been floated. I think it's stuff that like, if you look at the the pro, it's stuff where they said like, hey, you know, normally we put our efforts into finding ways to make the console more cheaply. And it's the same power for the less, for a lower price on our end. And so we get more... Of the money on the console sale, like Sony gets to, to keep more of that money because they're making it more cheaply. So it, it seems like as a part of that process, they just said, well, what if we just actually did that, but also kind of made it more powerful along the way? Mm-hmm. And, and so they kind of took this different approach to, to try to, to step it up for 4K. Uh, you know, Sony's got their TV business that they still might care about, and maybe that informs some of this. Uh, but I think it's, it's you know they they felt it was like time to kind of get out with something that could do 4K. The PC stuff was getting to a point where that was going to be sensible anyway, and they found a way to get there. They engineered up you know their checkerboarding techniques and stuff like that for the pro to get there uh, when when they put the work in. Yeah. Um, and then Microsoft, I think you know, just is is a little more brute force about it in, in a lot of ways where they're just like, okay, like we're tired of we're tired of people talking mess about the power of our console. We hear you. Fuck it. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. We
3: it's printed important. shirts with the most powerful. Exactly. Yeah, they on.
0: literally yeah. are building that cult. Um, yeah. And I, I think that they are—they're in a more reactive position just because of of where they are sales-wise and stuff like that. And and it's interesting if you look at it because, like, you know, th- both companies I don't think are doing great at uh, making their own exclusive games. They both have their roster. I don't know that either of them. You know, whatever GTA Five is still the biggest deal which is an insane thing and they they both have that already so uh you know they're they're out there saying like we've got the was it the, the this is the best place to play games on the xbox one x or whatever their, their whatever their other tagline is of like hey we, we've solved the power problem with this thing get it and you'll be playing stuff at 4k for realsies most of the time <laughs> though not all mm. of the time um, for the hundred
1: games that matter, yeah, no,
0: like for, for four of the hundred games that matter. No, I, I don't know how, how many are actually going to be native 4K. Like they're they're certainly employing similar techniques where appropriate. Which the, the that's all semantics. Like it's yes, it'd be nice if that you could say, hey, this is all native 4K. But the difference between mostly
1: 4K upresed and actual 4K,
0: the human eye. Not always gonna be
1: able to tell you saying it doesn't matter super hard on the new home front on home front too yeah, when they're like hey, native yeah, 4K exactly. isn't
0: more we're like pumping up home front and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think the the whole business is in a weird place. And I think if users uh reject the notion of these upgraded consoles, then I don't think you'll see them again. Yeah. Um even
3: like I I want to. Like yeah. I, I just, you know, console new consoles are always exciting, just like the the pro is the first time I've I've ever bought a console and thought like, why did why did I do that?
0: Yeah, I, 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 I understand that. I I have a 4K TV and I'm still like, mm, this is, mm, I'm glad I own this because I need to know. But mm, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think that that's, you know, the other the other factor on this is that unless there's a good reason to change the architecture and, and make dramatic changes, like every console is going to be more of a direct step up from its predecessor. It's, I don't think we're going to see the days of Sony developing the emotion engine and then developing the cell processor and rebuilding the way they make games i think that you know they they're hitting upon these kind of x86 style uh setups uh that the developers seem to like and understand uh the parts are are cheap enough and they can they can find ways to upgrade and go from there so i i don't think there's a good reason for them to get away from that just yet so even a you know a theoretical playstation 5 I would hope at this point that it would just play all the PlayStation 4 stuff. Right. Because why wouldn't you? And you know, whatever whatever they do after the Xbox 1X, like why not? Unless you're unless you have a good reason to change that architecture uh for making better games and it happens to break compatibility, I don't see the reason for them to do it. So, in some ways, I you could see this as the last generation of consoles because everything from here is a step up. And then the rest of it is redesigning the services, the dashboard, the, the experience of using it, the resolution output and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, naturally, that'll get better and firmer over time because that's how power works. But it's really the, you know, what are you going to do with your online service? What are you going to do? How are we getting into games? What types of games are we playing? Are we storing more content in the cloud because broadband is faster? Are we storing more stuff? You know, like those sorts of changes that are outside of the, the just the raw power thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. become the the real differentiators for what one console to the next means.
1: Thanks for your call. Thank you. you. Uh, So I put out the call for question, or for names, uh, because we still don't have a name for this, and we're trying to figure that out. Right. Uh, I
0: had, uh, what is it, the
1: Bombcast aftermath so yeah jeff jeff was thinking a lot of like but that's a
0: shitty name because you can only say in that type of shitty tone of voice yeah
1: it's the aftershock how to dismantle a gigantic bomb cast mm-hmm. how about that one mm, it's a little wordy okay my my best idea was um hot topic uh or hot topics i guess you could call it giant bomb hot topics there's a lot of different ways you can call it i don't think anyone's using that Hot right topic? Now. No, I don't I think. Yeah. So I think that'd be a great name. Free angel wings backpack with every listen. Send us, send us a message in the Discord if you have a name. I've got in the somebody... Discord
0: or on, in the in the chat. Where in, do you actually want? To... Uh, I
1: wanted them in the Discord because okay. I want to tell them to their face that they're bad if they're well, not their face, but their internet face. Yeah. If the suggestions are bad, um, but feel free to send in the chat if you don't have uh, voice capabilities for your Discord. Uh, I got somebody who says they have an idea right now hello what's your name what's the name of the show hello hi hi what's the name of the show
0: the name of the show is um oh god damn it i just forgot it perfect
1: yes um come on th- oh the giant talk, cast. giant talk cast i hung up on him okay not necessarily that wasn't terrible Yeah, yeah, but
0: I I feel like it's a little too close to if you think about it, the it it doesn't differentiate it from the bomb cast where what we primarily do is talk.
1: Yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to take these rapid fire. I'm going to
0: say like they need like the the ideal names like
1: convey some type of interactivity.
0: Yes. Yes. Or some type of it is after the thing after the thing.
1: Yes. It either needs to be emphasize the fact that we are talking with you or that it's after the bomb cast. But don't make it close. Don't see Marketing 101. I used to be a marketing guy. Ugh. Don't, I know you're telling me. Don't don't muddle the brand. All right, here we go. Next idea. Hi, what's the name of the show? Hello? Hi. I can hear you clicking. I can hear you. Cl- I can hear you clicking. Okay, goodbye.
0: I think in some maybe if you typed them and said, I'm coming to you next. So the, yeah, the, so, so I
1: had that for for the original ones, but okay. since these are so here we go. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah these super rapid fire. Cuz right. I, I, I think people might not even know that you're connecting yeah, to them. I started doing that for for real questions. Okay. Um Just working out the kinks. Yeah. Uh Hi, what's the name of the show? Go me? Yes. Yep. All right, let's do giant bomb diffused. Giant bomb diffused. That's not bad. That's, not That's bad. Thank you. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh Oh Bog- boy, Chat says is full. the bombcast hotspot. <laughs> no. Uh How about on the spot? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um uh is it Rohit? I need fucking glasses, I swear man. Rohit N says the blast
1: zone. The fallout
0: shelter. Yeah, there's definitely some a few bombcast fallout. Which is very wrestling. That's a very wrestling
1: type of. Name. All right, we're, we're giving the last person I tried another shot. Hello, what's the name of the show? Hello, it's you now, and you're the hello. Guy. Oh,
4: SiriusXM presents the Giant Bomb Radio Station. Great, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I right, maybe we could get a sponsorship. Yeah, on satellite
0: radio. Hell yeah! They replaced the. the they, so the Guns N' Roses station went off the air and instead of going back to the punk slash Tony Hawk style station, they launched something devoted to 90s and 2000s hard rock.
1: Oh. So it's like
0: fucking, was it Three Days Grace? Yeah. And fucking I, Papa Roach and fucking Lincoln Park. Yeah, I was going to say Lincoln Park. And, and like some Limp Bizkit. And it was just like, Evan, why would you devote know.
1: a whole fucking station to
0: this? I want to die. I,
1: I should unsubscribe. Uh, we got somebody who says, have an idea, will be bad. Do you want to hear it?
0: Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, no, that's, yes, let's hear it.
1: Hello, you're, what's the name of the show? Hello, are you there? It's me, Giant Bomb. Are you on the radio with me? He's not there. All right. Um, I even I even said you're next.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's, yeah. I'm uh, seeing uh, AZ-123 with
1: Giant Bomb after dark. We already we already used that. Yeah, I think we may have that was like an E3 thing. Yeah. Oh boy, we got we're getting lots of them now. I don't know if we ever did we
0: use that name externally or is that just like the dumb name we told the marketing people to put in whatever their book was? Or I think something? it was like
1: that and I think it appeared like on YouTube or something.
0: Yeah. Maybe this might have been the first year we used it externally, I think. Yeah, yeah. Giant bomb.
1: No, we used live at E3. It was like it was something about after there was after dark. In Giant there. Bomb at night. Hi, what's the name of the show? All right, everyone, let me me put the camera on me. The Less Moon Vest Power Hour. So I'm talking. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. If you have an idea and you've sent me a message that says I have an idea, just wait around like two minutes. I'll contact you. A to B, it's easy. Hmm. Scrolling through here.
0: I, I feel like I'm invariably going to pre-order an Xbox One X just as a like this is my job. Sure, like justification, but like I don't I don't feel any passion about it.
1: You don't. You're not excited. I
0: felt, and I think I think it actually part of it is due to the the pro, the PlayStation Four Pro, and, and my my general like that just feels like it hasn't necessarily panned out in, in a too in a very meaningful way. Uh and now it's so so now it's just like yeah i guess i'll get one i should have one there are, are already multiple xbox ones in this house that don't get a ton of use
1: i feel like well i'm i'm in the process of getting ready to build a pc so i yeah. think i'm gonna be set pretty much yeah Uh um, but i see
0: i i went and got a 4k tv already so at some point it, it just works into this thing of like well, I already spent that money, so I might as well spend this money. And really, it's my job to see this stuff. I should be able to talk about it firsthand. It's very easy to talk myself into spending this kind of money. Uh even if it's like a, you know, theoretic theoretical tax write-off or whatever, like it's still that's still money spent. It's not like I get $500 back from the government cuz I bought a fucking Xbox. <laughs> it's more like, all right, here's $7, you know, I don't, I don't actually know what it breaks down to. Um some variation on uh psych says uh hot takes or hot takes with giant bomb or variations i feel like you one of your first ideas was around uh, the concept of hot takes
1: yeah take take on me take on us take on us takes on us takes on us. Takes on us. uh that's a bad that's uh bad. That's very bad it's very bad uh our romanian friend has a suggestion you want to hear it yes hello you're on again what's the name of the show Come on. Now you're just cl- you're, there.
0: you're clicking the wrong button or no, something. I I, I just, no, I I promise.
1: you broke Hello? it. You broke it. Ogto you, you have to hit the button. Uh? Yes. And... Ah! Ah! See, maybe if I say their name, they'll think I'm they'll oh. know I'm talking to them. Hello, yes. What's the name of the show?
3: The Giant After Call-In Cast with two hyphens.
0: <laughs> the Giant After, <laughs> after call, call and in cast, cast. After Call-In Cast with, with two hyphens. hyphens.
1: I l- it's a little wordy but i like it yeah
0: thank you for the suggestion yes that's on the right track zulu says the ticking time bomb
1: i feel like at this point we're never gonna have
2: no
0: one. <laughs> but i think you know we can we can look at this and workshop this into something and i i suspect that this will go up without a final name on it that's my guess <laughs> uh, but yeah i, th- I think our, our plan is to, to give this a go and yeah. take some calls from y'all and uh probably put up audio on Wednesday. So okay. the the bombcast will go up if it's not up already anytime sometime soon. You'll have
1: two auxiliary podcasts on Wednesdays to listen to mm. cuz coming tomorrow episode 2 of the Department of New Business with me and Abby Russell featuring Pat Gill and Allegra Frank from polygon.com. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I got my plug in.
0: Nice. Uh Yappa Panda says the collective autopsy. What? I don't. That's that's just dark, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. Now I'm, I'm trying to scroll packs past the names here to see uh some like one maybe one or two more questions, and then we'll probably take it out of here. Uh. Ratcliffe J.A. says, were you really down on Skylanders Battlecast? I see you joke about it a lot, but as somebody who worked on that game, it'd be cool to hear your honest opinion on it. Don't worry. I wouldn't be offended. And then it scrolled off. I wouldn't be offended either way. Uh, I just don't like card games. So I I, like, I thought it was cool that there was some concept. So if you don't know, Skylanders Battlecast is the, it's a card game based on Skylanders for mobile. And you could get physical cards that you would then point your phone at, and then they—that's how you would sca- you could scan them into the game, and then they would be added to your virtual deck for
1: for deck building purposes. Do you have any like AR stuff?
0: Yeah. So it was, I, I like I want to say that the the dude would pop out of the card.
1: That's cool. Uh, because
0: if you think about it, like the the original Skylanders concept was around the magic moment that they would love to tell you all about, which is when you put the thing on the on the pedestal, and then it shows up in game, and then kids go fuck. So, like, the game went out of its way. There's probably a simpler way of entering numbers or, or what? Well, actually, that's not simpler. Uh, of putting cards into the game, but they chose to find a way that at least, like, tried to approach that kind of magic moment thing. And I respect that. But I played through the tutorial a couple times and didn't get on with it too much further uh, because I just don't
1: like card yeah. games. I just never have. So. But it didn't seem awful or anything.
0: No, I, no. Yeah. It seemed like an, it seemed like Hearthstone. It seemed like another another one of those types of Magic the Gathering esque collectible card games. But they they had to. So you couldn't take a picture of your card because the other people could steal it from you or whatever. Sure. So they had to include trading shields. Like a little plastic win- uh, thing you'd put the cards into that would block the outer edge of the card where the where the data the, was or whatever. I mean, you you know you want to sleeve those up anyway. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. I mean, just for you know, just straight up, you know, keep them nice. Yeah. When you're out there using them,
1: I uh, when I was into uh, Netrunner, the the card game for a while, you know, you you'd have the cards and you wouldn't you'd be shuffling your deck a lot, and so you don't want to, you know, you want to make sure they're protected, so you buy some sleeves. But then I found out there's like sleeve elitists. <laughs> like, if you don't get the dragon shields, then what are you even doing? Like, you might as well. And I thought those people were crazy. And then I went to my first tournament, and I was shuff- I bought like the cheapest shields. Yeah, you, know, you can yeah, find. Yeah. I was shuffling, and two of them split open, and I didn't have enough shields, and I was going to be disqualified. But luckily, my friend had a whole box of dragon shields that he lent me. And on that day, I also became a card sleeve elitist.
0: Well, if, this is, if there's a difference in quality, that's not elitism. That's just straight up. The old shields didn't work. Yeah.
1: So uh, maybe I'm a rough shuffler too. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't know how to shuffle cards well. I'm not good at it. I used to be able to do bridge pretty well. Yeah. But I, I can't yeah. anymore. I just I never really uh, mastered it. Um, Section 09 says 1077 the bomb. All right, which I, I like. Yeah. That's, that, that is okay. We we would need a we would need a soundboard for that. I mean I can do that. We we would need a soundboard for that. Okay. All right. Well, uh it's been 59 minutes and 57 seconds, so you know what that means. What's that? The show oh, <laughs> it's been on a blank mic for a little while. Uh is the show's ending. Okay.
0: All right. That's going to be it, everybody. Thanks a lot for all your questions, and uh, we'll be back next week uh, again with the pa- the bower the bomb uh, the bo- one. We'll be back with hot
1: topic, hot topics with three X's. Thank you all. And two hyphens. And this is me figuring out how to turn off the. Sh- oh, oh! I know what to do. I got to hit this and fade to black.